What's up, disc golfers? Joe here for Joe's Disc Golf. A little bit of a new intro there, just trying some stuff out, just hanging out here in the studio. It is December 23rd, but this podcast will definitely go live on Christmas Eve. So Merry Christmas to all of you who are out there watching or listening to all of this. Maybe you're traveling for the holidays. Maybe you're just sitting at home. I don't know, but uh, should be a good time this year. Getting out, getting to see family, getting to see friends, maybe playing some disc golf. I know I'm going to get out on the course because they're talking about 50 degrees here in northeast Indiana. That is downright balmy, except that they're talking about a whole bunch of rain. So eh, maybe I'll get out. Maybe I won't. I don't know. But uh, yeah, tons of tons of fun stuff going on here. We've got a few new things here at joesdiscgolf.com. Just going to go ahead and plug that website real quick here, just because, you know, joesdiscgolf.com is probably one of the best disc golf sites that you can go out and find where you can get your news and all the latest things. We have a new feature right here on Joe's Disc Golf on the main page. We have the current disc golf player contract tracker. Although, let's be real. Disc golf contracts don't really mean anything here. They're more of a suggestion than anything else. But that's because we're not talking about a lot of money here. You want to bet that Discraft and Paul Macbeth signed an iron tight contract? Yeah, you better believe it. 10 years, $10 million. They are definitely just like, no, 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 no. We need the lawyers. We need all the lawyers to get in here and make sure all this is done right. We want to protect Paul Macbeth wants to protect himself from any shady things that Discraft might do. I'm not saying Discraft would do that. It just, you know, it's uh, safe than sorry and vice versa. You don't want uh, Paul Macbeth to back out of this deal for some God knows why reason why he would ever want to back out of that. But I, again, I, I don't believe that would happen ever, but uh, maybe not ever, but most likely, you know, Things like that aren't going to happen just out of the blue. So, but Discraft definitely was like, hey, oh, hang on, we got to get the lawyers in here and we want to make sure all this is done right and all buttoned up and all that stuff. So we have here, you can sort, if you go to joesdiscgolf.com and then you can go on over to the player contracts. It's real nice, handy there up at the top of the menu. You can sort by first name, last name, Type, whether that's an extension, a move, a signing, an early termination, sort by manufacturer from where they're going from, or sort by manufacturer of where they're going to. Now, it can get a little wonky there because some people have two major sponsors, uh, one of them being, say, Matt Bell is sponsored by both uh, ThoughtSpace and EV7. So... You know, if you know your guy or gal is saddled up with two horses, you know, it, it one has got to be first and that's how it sorts by it. So, hey, you know, that's just how it goes here. Uh, I try to keep this consistent. I try to keep this up to date. Uh, There's supposed to be, but it looks like it. Uh, I uh, when I migrated my system over, it did not come with. It is supposed to 
have when it was last updated, and it was last updated, I believe, on the 21st, so two days ago from the time of recording. But we've got everybody that I could find. I used um, uh, uh, Ulti Worlds, Handy Dandy Notebook. No, not their Handy Dandy Notebook. We're not looking for a blues clue. We're looking for the words in my head that are just escaping me right now. Uh, their handy dandy uh, contract tracking uh, setup that they do per year, but they don't have any global thing. And I found it really tedious trying to figure out who's where and when and what all their contracts are going to do and when things are going to end and all that fun jazz. And finally, I was like, you know what? There is no website that consolidates everything from all the previous years. UltiWorld does a good job with tracking current, like what's going on right now, right this second. But as soon as next year hits, they kind of wipe it. It gets buried in the links. It's gone. And it is a huge pain in the butt to try to find. So I decided to make things easy for everybody here. Uh, posted that on Reddit a couple days ago to mostly positive responses. I had a few people asking, you know, why the hell would you do something like this? Well, that's because in most other sports, pretty much all the other sports, there's something along those lines. You can find out pretty easy when so-and-so's contract is up and how much money they're getting. Maybe not the bonus incentives, but you have a pretty good idea of what their guaranteed money is. I mean, it's, it's not uncommon. You know what? Aaron Rodgers got that $100 million deal. All, all those big things. Baseball. Everybody with their $500, $600 million deals. So it's, I figure we're going to get there someday in disc golf. Maybe not that high. But we're going to get there, and I want to make sure that, you know, we're keeping track of everything. And I have bolded a bunch of the ones that end in uh, 2021. Some people that I haven't heard or found uh, renew or extend anything. And, you know, I am one person just working on this. So first, I'd like to say, cut me some slack. If something happens, I may not be able to edit the website the minute something happens the minute uh, Adam Hams signs a new deal, a new extension with Discraft, or, you know, um, I don't know, uh, Cole Radolin, you know, does another big deal here doing something. I am one person just working on that. The other thing is, I'm also just one person working on this, trying to keep everything up to date. So if you guys hear of anything credible, some contract from somebody that is going on, something that's going down, uh, some new player, something, I don't know, some current vet plays some tournament and then, you know, he gets signed up for a bigger contract middle of the season. I may or may not hear about that right away. So if you do see or hear anything like that, send me a tweet at Joe's Disc Golf, Instagram at Joe's Disc Golf, email Joe at Joe's Disc Golf, any of those, and you can get a hold of me and let me know. But I need credible sources like if they post it on their personal Instagram or if Prodigy posts something or Legacy posts something or Latitude posts something, you know, you get my idea. Or if it's been up on um, Ulti World's website or some other website, maybe there's a blog post, email chain, something coming out from an official source, from a manufacturer, from, you know, uh, DGPM or Schaefer. Um, Schaefer representatives. I forget what that one is. They're basically DGPM, just different 
different uh, company doing that. So if you find anything like that, that would be great. Um, I'm trying to keep up on top of this. Again, as I said a couple of times, I'm just one person working on this. I'm doing my best. I'm trying as hard as I can here. Just trying to make sure that I can get this all squared away here and just keep everybody up to date because it's fun. You know, fantasy disc golf has grown huge in this last year. Go to skipbase.com. I don't run that. I don't do anything. They don't promote here. They don't do any of that stuff, but it was a ton of fun. I did skip base with some friends. I did skip base with uh, some of the open ones. I think dynamic disc did one. And if you finish better than some of their podcast hosts, you got thrown into a prize. You could get a prize. You got a randomly drawn you know, you get a disc or $10 gift card or something like that. You know, I, I joined all those and those were a ton of fun. I think that's a lot of fun. I'm thinking about doing a Joe's disc golf skip ace thing. Maybe there'll be some prizes. Maybe not. Who knows? I don't know. I might. Things might happen. Things might not. Right now, we're still in the end of December. We got a little bit of time. Keep seeing those emails for the disc golf convention in Las Vegas. It is the week before Las Vegas Challenge. Yours truly will not be there because one, I have work. Two, that's a lot of time off I have to take. Three, I will have like a five month old baby and there's no way I would ever be able to get away. One, my wife would kill me. Two, I don't want to be away from her for that long. Um, A lot of things happen. She's grown up incredibly fast. So. I won't I won't be there, but uh, I will keep my eye on it. It looks like they have a ton of confirmed pros for different panels. I'm hoping they have some online stuff there that um, hopefully I can follow and just keep up with that. I, I don't know exactly, but it looks like it should be just a ton of fun. I think we're going to have a blast there doing all that. I would love to see the disc golf convention grow and just hopefully things will continue to trend in that direction. And somehow we got to that from talking about the website. So, you know, connect the dots, la, 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 just like Elmo's world. But yeah, that's that's kind of what's going on there. Not a lot happening this week. Probably not a lot happening next week in the world of disc golf, just between Christmas and the new year and whatever holiday you celebrate. So don't be afraid to just send out, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. You know, Festivus for the rest of us, put up your aluminum pole in the corner. It shows it's a great choice because of its uh, overall weight, strength to weight ratio, its rigidity. It's still light, still a lot of fun to throw. And um, yeah, just just tons of stuff going on like that. Getting out, playing a little bit of disc golf this week uh, with the time off from work, uh, doing sports medicine at a high school. I do get a little bit of time off here and there was able to get out and shoot around two rounds at Tillman Park, which if you're ever in the Fort Wayne area, Tillman Park is one of the best ones you can go to. Uh, It is very challenging, though. I will say right now, this time of year, it is a little bit easier. Um, And I emphasize a little bit easier because the honeysuckle is still brutal. You can just kind of see where you're going to go now without all the leaves on the trees and in the bushes and all that stuff. You get off the fairway, you're taking some big numbers, most likely. It's a great course. It's a ton of fun. It is not highly rated 
on there because unfortunately a lot of people who don't have the skills to play play that course and then rate it kind of poorly um i'm not trying to be elitist or anything like that it's just you just got to know like if i go to hornet's nest i'm not gonna do well probably like i might get lucky i might have some great lucky shots get all the right tree kicks and have a good score but probably not but i'm not gonna i'm not dinging the course on that because it's hard i know it's hard or in uh, Tyler, Texas at Dogwood, um, is it gold, black, the hard, the hard one, the really hard one, uh, playing that, you know, I know that's really hard and I'm excited. I like those technical courses. I love those hard courses. So I'm not going to knock a course because it's hard and I shot poorly. That is a reflection of my skill, not a reflection of the course. So, you know, just keep that in mind, I guess, when you're pulling out your UDISC stats, which I thought you know that uh what you just sent out to everybody recently sorry if i seem scattered but um kind of going off of everything here don't have a lot of things to talk about so i'm going off the top of my head here and um but going back to you some fun stats that they threw out there i thought it was pretty cool i managed to play more courses more rounds than 90 percent of disc golfers and let me preface this that is disc golfers using UDisc. While it is a hugely popular app, not everybody uses it because, you know, whatever, you don't have to. I also played more courses than 80% of people. One of the fun stats I thought they did was um, how far you've thrown total and all of that. And it was 80, I think I was like 82 or 86 miles. I can't remember off the top of my head. I don't have my phone right next to me to be able to really check that uh, accurately. But uh, that was pretty, pretty sweet there. And then I had over 4,000 throws. I can't remember what it was, but it came out to about 105 feet per throw, which I was like, wow, that's um, that feels kind of pathetic. And then I realized I had a lot of two putts and three putts. So, you know, that, that'll ding you right there, because sure, I've got a 500 foot hole and I just threw it 400 feet and then I just threw it. 60 feet and then i just threw it 55 feet and now i'm throwing it another what is that 20 something feet and i finally banged the putt so that that all factors into it i thought that was a really cool stat i played one course that was in the top 100 that was uh delwood park and then i played in two cities in the top 50 uh which i believe is they they lumped chicago land in as one and probably I probably Grand Rapids would be the other. Otherwise, I've only really played around Fort Wayne and uh, I don't maybe Fort Wayne's up there. I don't I don't know exactly, but that's uh, that's what that is there. And um, just kind of checking out all the deals, all the Black Friday deals, all the other fun stuff going on. Thought I would take a chance on the Royal Box for their mystery ish box, which speaking of mystery boxes, uh, it seems like there've been a couple people who are not particularly thrilled with mystery boxes or group box rate deals from manufacturers. Uh, several people on Reddit have equated them to loot boxes. And I disagree. Uh, while you may not know exactly what you're getting there, it's all plastic. You're going to throw or, it's going to be 
really cool stamps, limited run stuff, stuff for collections. Like if you like to collect, you're going to get something that in a lot of cases, they're not going to be putting anywhere else. So maybe you'll find it on eBay. Maybe if you want to do it that way, like, okay, you don't want to spend a hundred bucks on a mystery box. So you'll spend 50 bucks on the cool disc that was in one of them. Hey, cool. Whatever. Um, one person was uh, very much against that and said they are highway robbery, essentially. And I don't I don't agree with that. If you are buying a mystery box from a manufacturer or even I know like the guys at Foundation did mystery boxes. Some of it is to clear out some stock, but it also gives you a chance to throw discs that you probably wouldn't have bought. Uh, it's given you a chance to. Go, all right, you know, I don't know if I want to throw the boatman. You can see that over my shoulder here. I probably never would have bought the boatman. Um, I've thrown it a handful of times. It's not my cup of tea, but it's still a cool disc. It's got a pretty cool stamp, so that's pretty nice. Um, but let's uh, let's go ahead and try and do this unboxing. And I, for the podcast people, I will do my best here. This is the beautiful royal box with the crown up above it. It has the Roman numeral four in the upper left-hand corner. We're going to go ahead and open this. I haven't opened this yet, so I'm curious to see what all is in here. And all right, first we've got a Latitude 64 bracelet with a royal thing on it um it's rubbery it's small black i don't know it's kind of cool might throw it on my bag and just hold on to my bag tags if if the strap holds up well enough i don't know might pop off and i don't want to lose my bag tag there uh there is a prototype disc in here so i want to pull that one last and we'll see how this goes so the first up is the Opto River. I've got mine in a milky white with a dark navy blue stamp. It's actually really cool. It's a fairway driver. It's a speed seven, glide seven, minus one turn, one fade. So pretty straight. I've never actually thrown the river. Uh, I've thrown the River Pro, which is a slightly slower, little more stable, little less glide disc. And I've actually really, I, I used to really enjoy throwing that one, but unfortunately it's not something I really throw much anymore. It doesn't quite slot into my bag. I have a few other discs in my bag that are right around there. Uh, the Evader and the Escape kind of come to mind for the River Pro. Now the regular River, I might give this one a throw. This looks like a pretty cool disc. That might get out there. Moving on to the next one is the... Whoa, oh, everything's falling over. Oops. All right, so when you take the disc out, the box will probably fall over. I have an Opto-X Havoc with a... yellow. It's yellow. It's neon yellow, Dayglow yellow, with a maroon purple stamp here. That's pretty sweet. Uh, but the numbers on the Havoc are a Speed 13 Glide 5 turn of minus one fade of three so it is right around the sheriff a little more stable than the sheriff uh kind of around the bolt the halo raider um so i expect this to fly uh because of 
being Opto X, I expect it to fly a lot more stable than the Raider that I have. Although I do have a Goldline Raider, and that is still pretty stable. I haven't hit too many trees with it yet. I leave that option open for the future. But the Opto X Havoc is actually a pretty sweet disc. This might be something that I take out to the field and throw around a little bit just to kind of see how it flies and uh, maybe get a review out on it. A lot of discs here to review. This is actually probably one of my favorite discs I have here just because it goes with the color of my bag. And that is the Opto X. Oh, nope, just straight up Opto Mall. This is a sweet disc. It is a Speed 7 glide seven turn of minus two fade of one so it sits right around like uh uh maverick uh kind of around the river uh it should have a very similar flight as the river a little more understable so you should be able to get it to fly off to the right more than you would the uh river which is right here uh so hopefully that'll be there and we'll see how that flies. I'll try to take that out to the field. I'm going to try to take pretty much all of these out to the field and throw them and see how they go. The stamp on this is really cool. They've got a Norse guy with the horned helmet. The horns are kind of turned forward. And he's got what looks like um, essentially, uh, well, a roofing hammer, but kind of like Mjolnir. So uh, Mjolnir's baby brother is what I'll end up calling that one. But I do like the sparkle on this one. Uh, generally, from what I found, the sparkly discs that I've gotten from Latitude, Dynamic, or Westside have tended to fly a little more stable, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, I do really like those discs, but, you know, we'll see. Maybe these will slot into my bag. Maybe there's too much overlap. Just looking at the river and the mall, I would probably only pick one of those just because they're so close to each other that I don't think I would pick either one. And even then, my escape kind of fits that slot pretty well. The evader's kind of right in there too. But you never know. I've got an opto chameleon, so this should be pretty stable. Core. And the core is in a weird situation speed-wise. It's kind of in that crossover. It's almost a fairway but it's still kind of a mid-range. It's got a wider rim. It is a speed six, glide five, turn minus a half, fade of one. So this is going to be a pretty straight disc. It's going to be pretty uh, pretty stable there, which is pretty cool. Um, it is a much straighter, far glidier justice, according to the numbers. But the color here with the chameleon is pretty sweet. In the right light, it's almost purpley. Uh, but if you kind of angle it, then it's also like this navy blue. It's got this slick, slick red stamp right in the middle that I think is pretty awesome. And last, but certainly not least, we have a keystone. And the keystone is a nice putter. It is speed two, glide five, turn minus one, and a fade of one. I know some people putt with this. It's pretty cool. This is in nice white. However, moonshine plastic here, uh, so it will have a nice green glow to it. I'm not going to try to mess with that right now because one, audio podcast, you don't get the benefit. And two, it's been in a dark box for a while, so I don't know how well it's going to actually go. 
This is also Zero Hybrid. So it is got an interesting feel. It's got a lot of tack to it. Uh, it's kind of nice. I would never putt with this because it doesn't have a bead. And I really like having a bead on my putter. It's all a feel thing. It has nothing to do with anything. The Keystone is a very good disc. It is a very good disc. And it might work its way into my bag as a thrower. Probably not. Um, I really, 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 really love my judges, both for putting and for throwing. I feel like I'm money with those. With every every shot I take with them, I love the judge. I love throwing my judge. Uh, in times where I want the disc to finish essentially straight or even turn over a bit, I would throw my guard, my moonshine guard, uh, which is pretty sweet there, too. We have in this also the prototype glory. There's a little insert here that we got with it that came in the bag. And I will read it for you. Hi there. This is the Royal Box 4, and I'm glad you got a box. All of us here at Latitude 64 are really looking forward to hearing what you think about the prototype Grand Royal Grand Glory plus the four classics, but very limited Latitude 64 molds you have in this box. In the fall of 2020, we introduced the Rive and the Faith in the Royal Box 1, and the Grace and the Trust in the Royal Box 2. Early in 2021, we introduced the Hope in the Royal Box 3. These discs all have the Next Edge feel for improved feel and rim smoothness. The Next feel for improved surface grip and flex. With this box, we are introducing Glory, the first fairway driver in the Royal lineup. This is definitely something we need for the Royal line of discs. Our vision was a driver that falls between the Explorer and the Pioneer in stability. And it would suit backhand and forehand shots equally well. I really think we found the sweet spot we were looking for. Let us know what you think. Go ahead and, you know, go to this website, use the QR code, give them your thoughts. And I've got this sweet purple. Like, this is actually really cool. The glory prototype. Purple, swirly-ish with, uh, let's see if I can get this on camera without, you know, reflecting too much light. There we go. Uh, darker purple rim, lighter in the middle with a nice purple stamp in uh that says Royal, their classic Royal stamp. I guess if you can call it classic, it's only about a year old or two years old by now. So I can't wait to get out there to throw that and definitely get a review on that. Uh, the Royal, if it sits right there, right between the Explorer and the Pioneer, that could be pretty cool. I don't bag an Explorer, but um, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? I've added a few discs to my bag as well. A few things that I've done here. Um, I actually impressed one of the guys that I was uh, golfing with uh, earlier this week. Uh, I'd never played with him before. Great guy. A lot of fun. We had a good time. Shot like crap. Both of us. We were playing terrible. Just awful rounds. But we had fun. It was a good time. When you're out playing disc golf and you're having fun, who cares? But um, I pulled out the blowfly, balled it up, and just chucked it. And it actually it, it worked out. I had zero chance of a putt from where I was, where I was off the fairway and it was just a really bad spot and I was not very happy with where I was 
incredibly tight ceiling. I, I was probably 45, 50 feet out. Could not hyzer anything out. Too much crap in the way. Couldn't really go straight at it with anything on it. There's too much stuff in the way again. So I just balled it up, tossed it, landed right under the basket, popped open and just sat down. It was great. And guy's like, what the hell was that? I don't even know. He, he used other words, but I'm being nice here. So I'm, you know, editing a little bit. And uh, yeah, it was actually pretty cool. Had a lot of fun doing that, uh, playing with that. That's a new one in there. I uh, got my hands on a tilt. Wow, I love it. The meta tilt is awesome. I've used it a few times already. I also have put my flick, my discraft flick back in there. So I'm slowly expanding my bag into a few different molds to see what's out there and having a lot of fun doing it. But um, that's probably all I got for now. Short episode here, sitting right about a half hour. I want to thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being patient with me because I was able to fix the audio issues that I had with the last episode. I apologize for that. Technical issues. Turns out I had a crap USB cable that ran from my um, uh, mixer, essentially. Uh, It's not a mixer. Uh, It's the Behringer Euphoria. It's where I plug my microphone in. It's a DAC, digital analog converter. Words are hard takes the analog signal from my microphone, turns it into a digital signal, throws it right into my computer where I record and you guys can listen to me talk here. However, that cable was kind of going bad. It got wonky. Didn't know it until after I recorded like 45 minutes. It was so bad. I'm sorry. I probably shouldn't have published that last episode, but this one is hopefully better. Uh, Again, thank you all for watching. Uh, Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you're listening. You can find this all on your audio podcast. Obviously, if you're listening there already, bueno, go ahead and leave a review. Five stars is the correct amount for that. Anything less, and actually, I don't think you can put anything less. I think it's actually broken. You can only put five stars, so might as well go do that. Like this video. I know only likes can be seen on YouTube, but, you know, if you dislike it, that's okay. That's fine. I'll get to see it, and I'll know to change some things. Um, I really think YouTube should have left that dislike counter up there, but hey, that's a whole different topic for a different podcast for sure. Don't forget to subscribe. Uh, Find me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Joe's Disc Golf, Facebook, at Joe's Disc Golf, all that fun stuff. Shoot me an email, joe at joesdiscgolf.com. Can't wait to see you all in the next video. I've been Joe, you've been awesome, and don't forget to thank Treesus when you get a great tree kick, and if you get a less than favorable tree kick, you need to repent and reflect, because Treesus is trying to teach you something. Thank you all for watching, and I can't wait to see you all in the next video.